Hi, I'm your host, Anthony Giorgio, and you're listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. Okay, so now we're back for part two of Models of Pride. Enjoy. My pronouns are she, hers, her, her, um, and they, them, theirs. Um. What's your story? A part of your story. Well, a part of my story is that that my story only lasts two years because okay. I only figured out about LGBTQ and any of that literally two years ago. Why is that? Um, because I went to an elementary school with a bunch of white, straight children. Okay. I sort of figured that was the answer. Yeah. I always ask, though. I don't know. I can't assume shit, so. But you didn't know nothing, like, even on TV? Well, no, no, not at all. Like, the one thing I had tasted of LGBTQ was in second grade, there was this girl... There was this girl named... <laughs> Sorry, I mean, you said it. Uh, <clears throat> go ahead. The <laughs> Sugar's good. Listen. Sweet, it's great. But, um, give it a moment. The only word that I heard near to LGBTQ was in the second grade, and there was this girl, Nola Love. I know. That's the a, name? It, or, that was her honest name. Like, cool. Nola Love. But, like, we were in line, and we were going, like, back to the school... And she, like, literally just walked up to me and said, like, hey, are you lesbian? And I didn't know what that meant back then, so I was just, like, um, um. And that's just two years ago? No, that was in, um, second grade. Oh, okay, second grade, okay. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, but yeah, that, um, two, two So what did you respond to that when she said that? I just said, um, a bunch of times. I just said, like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, All right, back to two years ago now. Two years ago. I, I was a humble sixth grader, annoying as hell, as usual. Tasting the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, um... It's funny. I think it's funny. I made... <laughs> I became friends with um, an eighth graders, like a couple of eighth graders. And, like, this one specific one named Teresa. She, she wasn't LGBTQ or anything, but she was surrounded by literally everything, everything in LGBTQ. Oh. There, there was a person that was bisexual in there, trans, gay, several other things. And, and I was just like, it was like the rainbow was like burning my eyes out, but I loved it at the same time. <laughs> I like your analogy, like your analogy, but you get to places. I love that. I'm, I'm digging it. I'm still stuck on tasting or whatever you said. <laughs> okay, so there are lots of gay people around, queer people around you, which is always fantastic. Yeah, so, and I didn't really think think much about it if I if I was that back then. Sure. And then um, in the seventh grade, like after most of the eighth eighth grade trans and gay people left, I I was left with um a brand a best new a brand new friend that I got. Wait, am I allowed to say his name or no? Don't say that name. Okay, a yeah. New friend. A new new friend that soon became best friend. Cool. 
and he was tra and he was trans gay gay and I believe he has an anxiety disorder. Great. <laughs> so I I got to know him and then I went to Malls of Pride last year and then is the second I I question in my head crap am I bisexual mm -hmm. <laughs> and or lesbian. I'm still questioning right now so I don't know. Live your life. Eh. And like as the year went on, I realized weird little feelings I had back in elementary school in sixth grade. And I realized like, oh crap, I might have crushes on those people. Like and I just slowly and slowly and slowly realized like, hey, maybe I'm one of those things. I don't know what that thing is, but I'm one of those things. <laughs> That's great. I had so many crushes on so many guys. I didn't know it was a crush. I didn't call it a crush, but I had crushes. You just do. That's mm. cool. Uh, and now it's two years later, and you're still figuring it out. How old are you? Uh, 13. Oh, okay. Cool. It's a good age. Um, you, this is your second time in Models of Ride? Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, keep figuring it out. I mean, that's all, I mean what else are you going to do? Figure it out. Do you, are, you, are you out to people? Like, do they know? Um, yeah. Yeah, they, they don't exactly understand sometimes. Like, my nana, aka, we just call her my, na my nana, but she's actually my grandma. But, um, what, like, during the questioning phase, I immediately, like, once you like, okay, I'm bisexual. Like, I don't think that anymore, but mm -hmm. I, like, I told that to everybody. I'm bisexual. Yeah, I'm bisexual. Hey, okay. I'm bisexual. Did you know that? Uh -huh. Fun fact about me, bisexual. Okay. And... Well, Wait, what were you going to say? Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, my nana, like, after I said it to a nana, like, whenever we hanged out, like, she was just like, eh, bisexuality is just a phase. You'll eventually choose between straight or lesbian. Eh. And so she'd be cool if you were just a lesbian. Yeah, she... Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh... So it's still a process for everybody. Yeah. That's okay. And 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 you're 13, so yeah. just keep going through it. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like it's. I think it's kind of powerful that you can even be having this conversation right now. Anyways. Yeah. I. I feel like I'm having an anxiety attack halfway through saying this. That's, sure. That's how. That's usually how I feel when I do speeches. So like, we embrace the anxiety and run with it and like keep talking and like get it out of it. You know what I mean? Like that's just just what you have to do. Yeah. It sucks, but like, it can be, you just love your anxiety, squeeze it and kiss it. Or taste it, whatever you do with it. <laughs> so, all right, let me move on. Let's go over there. Come over here to this chair right here. Yeah. I have a lot of mini stories. Mini stories? All right, just tell, um, present two. You like, <laughs> see my list of notes? <laughs> tell the top two. Boop. Don't overthink it. That, I love that you took I, notes That's a hard one. Let me yeah. pick one. I'll, let me pick one then. I'll just point to one. Wait, I'll close my eyes. Ready? Oh, that one's basic. <laughs> uh, well, the one underneath it then. Mm, no. <laughs> so, um, can I just speak right into the microphone? Speak? Yeah, you need the microphone. Yep. Fine then. Okay. So, um... Well, pronouns. Oh, she, her. Um, I was unit lead at a Girl Scout camp this year. And Whoa. so much fun. I've done it two years now, and it's so much fun, and I love it. 
Um, How old are you? 15. Great. Mm -hmm. So uh, a girl in my unit, she was like, see, my unit was, they were going into sixth grade. And she was talking about all her friends and how they always have crushes on her brother. And she said, oh, but you see, it's great. I love my new best friend because she's a lesbian. Well, thank God she's a lesbian that she loves her. Because <laughs> if she was bisexual. It took all of my power not to make a joke um, about myself, mostly. Um, I don't know what I'm saying. So, later, the, um, the other unit leads were having a meeting, and someone was talking about what happened in our unit that day. And one of the leaders of the whole camp was like, oh, yeah, I make jokes all the time. I mean, my friends are gay with it. My friends are fine with it. They're all gay. My friends are gay with it. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yes. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, I make jokes all the time because I'm very gay. And then the rest of the unit leads were, like, all weird around me the rest of the week. It was fun. It was the end of the week, though, so it was okay. Um, but I still had a great time. Um, all right, you got one more story. And okay. first of all, I love that you told that story of girls, girl scouts. Huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm also in adventure crew and joining a Boy Scout troop soon. What? Huh? You can join Boy Scout troops? Yeah, girls can join troop. The scout, they're calling themselves Scouting BSA now. There's actually a lawsuit between Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts because Girl Scouts oh, like you can't just use Scouting because that's like stealing our name. So everyone's upset with each other, and I'm a part of all of it. <laughs> it's lots of fun. Join adventure so crew. Stupid. We need more just members. Yeah, it should just Anyways. be like one organization. All right, one more story. It's actually really interesting how they developed. That's not my story. Um, so, um, <laughs> one right. time I was, I, don't know, I was talking to my friend. I was talking about how I was questioning, and I had mostly come to a conclusion. And her friend said, "Oh, what's your sexuality?" And I said, "Well, I'm lesbian, gray, sexual, and demi-romantic." And she was like, "Why all three? <laughs> what can do you mean, can why you all three? Explain demi-romantic to everybody. Uh, I don't know. Um, it's like you don't really have any romantic attraction towards someone until you have a deep emotional connection. So, yeah. Can you explain the other one to me, please? A gray sexual? Yeah. It's like you you don't experience sexual attraction to anyone, except for a gray is, like, so fuzzy. So, can you, what do, what, do you, what do you do with that? What do you mean? Like, how do you approach that when you're, if you, if you like someone? Uh, I don't know. I, I like them, and that's sort of... It's like a serious bond for you? Like, you just, yeah. like, it has uh -huh. to be a bond for you, right? Like, a yeah. real mm -hmm. deep connection, right? Yeah. That's cool. I love that. Yeah, so she asked me, why all three? What do you mean, why all three? I don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Oh, can I just say one thing? It's really quick. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. So I'm working on my Girl Scout Gold Award, and it's, uh, like, about queer youth voices, and I'm going to make this YouTube channel, it's going to be like videos of people telling stories like this. So if you want to take a video of yourself sharing a story, Ooh, it can fun. be just your fun. voice, it can be a picture of yourself. I will not publish last names unless you want to like tag your Instagram or something. Um, it's a little far off in the distance because I still have to get it approved by the council, but yeah. If you want to submit a video, then I can give you my phone number and email. Cool. Thanks. Thank you. Come on over. Uh, just, yeah. What's going on? Uh, he, him. Alright. Um, okay, so, my story starts in sixth grade when I went to my new school, uh, and I was really nervous, I didn't really know anyone, and about, like, two months in, I remember everyone came up to me and basically asked if I was gay, 
Um, and at Everyone. the time, pretty much, it was like one person after another after another. Wow, I'm like, you're no, so popular. I'm not gay. Like, why do you think that? And they're like, oh, you're nice. Like, you use your hands and you talk. <laughs> um, oh, and nice. you have friends that are girls. And I'm like, I have friends that are guys too. And they're like, oh, you're gay. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And they're like, okay. Um, so then, a couple months down the road, and one kid keeps asking me if I'm gay every day. Um, but a couple months down the road, uh, I start to realize that I haven't had any crushes on girls lately. And I start to question, like, Lately. I like how you put lately. Oh, yeah. And I start to question, like, maybe I actually am gay. Um, and I wasn't, like, there wasn't, like, my family's all okay with it. Like, my grandmas are gay. So I know, like, if I am, if I was gay, then it'd be okay. Um, and so it takes, like, about a month. Uh, April 2018. All right. Uh, April 7th is when I came out. Uh, cool. But... Yeah, so it was kind of gradual, and I kept thinking, like, maybe Anne, I'm not sure. And it was weighing me down a lot, because I don't, like, I felt like I was keeping a secret almost, mm -hmm. but I didn't know if I was gay, so I didn't want to come and be like, oh, I am gay, and then later be like, no, I'm not gay. Um, but I remember one week I was having, like, a lot of friend troubles, and, like, me and my best friend, who we've been friends with our whole life, were in a really big fight, and then I think, like, I was stressed about school, and this was laying me down, I was like, I just want to get this off my plate. And so I go in and I say to my mom, like, hey, I think I'm gay. And she's like, oh, honey, like, that's great, or like, whatever. And then I tell my dad later, and obviously they're all supportive, and again, my dad's moms are gay. Um, and I remember, though, after this happened, that they said, like, you're going to have to tell your sister. And... For some reason, I was really nervous to tell my sister, um, and I don't know why, but I ended up coming out to her, and it was all good, and then I was really nervous about coming up to my friends at school, because I think I didn't know them well enough yet, I wasn't sure how they were going to react. Obviously, like, the school is, like, pretty liberal and stuff. But I wasn't sure. And I think, like, also one of the biggest problems is, like, in the media, all a lot of, like, youth gay representation is normally, like, bad. Like, it's, it shows a lot of, like, bad scenarios where people are being, like, discriminated against or, like, bullied and all these things that, like, I had no one to basically relate to. And at my school, there was maybe one other bi kid. Um, so, and also, we're going to this trip at the end of sixth grade. Uh, and... We're going to be sleeping in cabins, and I'm like, I don't want to come out as gay, and then have them all be like, this is weird. Um, but I remember, so then, it's the end of the school year, before we go on the trip, and we have this, like, big award ceremony for, like, student of the years in each class, and I get one, and I remember the teacher saying, like, you guys all know who it is, and everyone's, like, chanting my name, and I guess at that moment, I realized, like, oh, these, like, people have my back, like, it'll be fine. So I wait till the trip's over, because I don't want to like have any drama there. And on the ride home, I say to one of my friends, like, hey, I need to tell you something. And I remember saying, like, it's okay if you hate me. And obviously, I didn't feel bad about myself. But thinking back, like, again, how the representation, I had no one to like relate to. I just assumed that it was, I was going to have backlash from Yeah, you're it. just going off of what you know, or that yeah. you've seen. Um, but everyone is great, and I remember one of my friends who had never been really, like, emotional or anything said, like, we'll always be here for you and, like, see you through your journey, which 
was really, really amazing. Um, so summer happens, and I come back, and basically everyone finds out I'm gay. Like, I let the word get out because I don't like coming out. It's kind of just hard and annoying. Uh, like, obviously I'm fine being gay. I just don't like having that conversation. People being like, oh, I'm so happy for you, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but once I came out, I feel like at school, life got a lot better. Because before I came out, I was almost trying to be like a part of like the boys. And I would say things and people would be like, oh, that's too gay, don't say that. And I remember thinking like, this is just like who I am, like how am I not gonna say that? But once I came out, people would say that and be like, well, I am gay, so I'm gonna say <laughs> this. Like, I don't care, I am. Uh, and it made it like feel so much better. And I also began to like feel a lot more comfortable as myself. And because again, in sixth grade, I had like a lot of social anxiety with like who I was and how I was interacting with people. And I wanted to join dance in sixth grade, but then I was nervous about the reaction. And then joining in seventh grade. It's pretty grade. gay to join dance. Yeah. It is. I was a dancer, um, so. And then I joined in seventh grade, and then that was great. Course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so now I'm. I feel pretty. I feel really good. Yeah, I'm pretty confident, like in my sexuality, and it was, I guess, a good journey. You could say, like, obviously, yeah. I'm still on it, but I had a lot of really good support. How old are you now? From, I'm 14. Okay. So this was two years ago. All right. Yeah. Um, but a lot of support, and it was really, it was really good. Cool. Yeah. That's it. That's right. it. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, so obviously everybody's journey is different, and that's cool too, right? Like everyone, we've heard all sorts of stories, um, which is pretty powerful. Um, how many of you can say comfortably um, that when you came out, you know, did you feel, like you mentioned, you're like, once you came out, someone was like, you're so gay, and you're like, well, I am. They can't argue with you, right? So the process of getting somewhere obviously is the hard part, but truly like getting to the end is like cool. And if someone does come up to you and they say something really horrible, that that's or like in a mean way, like what you are, you're like, well, the best comeback to that is like, well, I am. So, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about it? Or do you want to like go out, have a coffee? Like, do you want to like find out about me versus just kind of bashing into my face? People are gonna be mean. We all know that, but like. If you can be yourself, you guys are so cool, like, being yourself pretty much young. It's like, it's like, they can't get you if you're, you know, if you can figure it out sooner, right? That's sort of what it is. You'll hear these stories. I hear more stories about that now than later. I mean, some people, and then there's stories that people didn't come out until they were 30. You know what I mean? 26 years old, married to a man, had three, okay, I know someone, you guys should look at this person up. Nick North is trans. She was a woman. She had three kids. Figured out she was trans. Transitioned, and now he's a he's a beautiful man. They have two kids. They have five kids. Married to a woman with three dogs and like two cats. Living in Canada, and they're writing a book, and it's like the most amazing story. Um, and that's but that didn't happen until much later. Could you imagine like waiting till like you're forty to be yourself? I can't wait till I was twelve. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't know. Like. When you have that moment of realization where you're like, no, 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 I'm just, that's it. And if people hate me, I mean, whatever. They're going to hate, I mean, that's their own shit. Because people are just, that's who they are. That's who they want to think they are. So, 
Does anyone have any, like, um, I can have one more story. Does anyone want to say anything? I have one more story. I can have one more story. You can't go again. Sorry. Uh, yeah, come up here, though. Okay, two more stories. You come right here. I can't leave you hanging. So come right here. And then you come right here. You tell your story. And you tell your story. First. Second. Pronoun. She, her. Cool. What's your story? So, it didn't take me long to figure out my identity. It took me, basically, a week, kind of. I didn't really know about the LGBT community. And, um... It's not because my parents were homophobic or anything. They just didn't really, you know, there wasn't just much. There's no history out there. also in your schools. Well, yeah, no. there wasn't anything like that. But when I was 12, um, one of my friends was talking to me mostly about religion, and she was telling me things about um, people who like people of the same gender. And I was just like, that's a thing? I didn't know that was a thing. And that week, I, I'm, I was 12. It's so interesting, the amount of shit that's on TV, too. But anyways. Yeah. But it's funny when your parents put you in a place, or something. Not by being mean by any means. They're not being mean to you. So, like, they, you can literally create a bubble in this world where yeah. you, don't, you don't have to know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of white communities that don't know a lot about black communities. There's a lot of black communities that don't know a lot of white communities because it's a comfortable place to put yourself in. There are people that can come from other countries, live in their community, and never know English. You know what I mean? And live yeah. in America. So, anyway, sorry. But, um, after that, I kind of reflected on my life. And, you know, I came to the conclusion that I'm gay. I'm a lesbian. And I came out to that friend, and she immediately told me that I was going to go to hell. <laughs> and that, nice. that kind of stuck with me till maybe I was 14. So that was a good two years after that. I'm 16 now, and I'm kind of still getting it to stop impacting my life, mm -hmm. just because it made me so uncomfortable for such a long time. But I have so many people around me that are accepting, my parents are accepting, they love me so much, and they don't really mind. But someone you trusted so much told you exactly. you're gonna go to hell because you're gay. Yeah, That's I mean, eventually, eventually she like came to a conclusion that she was being stupid and she apologized mm -hmm. because we were only 12 we were sixth graders it don't matter know anything. but she did like she obviously she knew, knew that yeah she knew that because that's what her parents were exactly about. yeah but she you know learned from her mistakes and stuff did you forgive her i forgave her after a while after like maybe three years okay i can tell yeah <laughs> that's okay though you're yeah. human but i have i've had so many problems with religious people telling me that I'm going to be going to hell, that mm. I'm a sinner, that I shouldn't be how I am. And at this point, I have learned to not care about it. Because mm -hmm. their opinions aren't going to affect me. And I you don't have to still have a relationship with what you call God? Yes. Okay. I do. Cool. I've been to a church camp, and they actually accept me, which is very hilarious, in my opinion. Cool. They, um, thank you for hearing there's a really good um, podcast on in, uh, Instagram, I think, uh, called The Christian Closet, if anyone's into faith. Here's the thing with faith. All of us, no matter who you are, at some point, right, like go to a church or show up to a church or like do a function at a church and we hear all these stories and like, this is bad and that's the good. But The Christian Closet takes care of all that and starts to like work through that. And guess what? They're like, you can be everything you want. And the woman who runs it is a lesbian who was um, 
a, not a lesbian, well, not, I was a lesbian until 26, had, like, and was married to a man, and they both met her and her wife in a seminary, and she was a student, she was a teacher, and they were secretive about it. I said, well, you shouldn't be secretive about it, but it's kind of fun, too, to be secretive. Um, and then they had to leave that place because they wouldn't accept them. And so they went to a new place, and now they're totally accepting in their community here, uh, not like over by Pasadena, and like the Christian closet. If you're into that, I would recommend it. Go for it. Right. Pronouns. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. Um, I have like a little bit of a short story. It's, it's not going to be like my life story. Um, so I was, for a while, I had this thing in my head that I was going to do ROTC in college to pay for it. Um, but Trump came along and was like, eh. Um, and I was kind of bummed, but at the same time, I was like, do I really want to be fighting wars for a guy who doesn't like me? And then I, I did some research, and I was like, wait a minute. We're in how many wars for how many years right now? Yeah. And I, I looked at I just used the internet, and it was like, Afghanistan is old enough to vote. Um, the war, obviously not. <laughs> um, and then we got you, we got you. We, yeah, and then like Iraq or some other country is old enough to drive, and it's like, you know what? Actually, Trump, you get a point for that because you just stopped me from fighting your, in your dumb imperialist wars. Thank you so much. Well, I mean, he's just continuing the saga of like all the other presidencies. Yeah, I'm excited about my election, but although Obama did start a war too. So, you know, there's that. Well, that's an interesting way of looking at it, though. Yeah. Do you, but do you want to join, I mean, do you want to join an ROTC or join the, the military or army or whatever? If it was, like, like self-defense stuff, that would be cool, but... Because there's loads more to do. You don't yeah. have to fight. Yeah, but I just don't want to, like, even if I didn't fight and I was just, like, at a desk, I don't want to be at a desk. It's like, if I worked at a company that actively, like, a like, if I worked at, like, corporate Chick-fil-A, like, I would feel terrible about that. So, it's like, in my eyes, working even at a desk job in the military is like working at Chick-fil-A corporate. Like, I am, even though it's not, like, I like as this, active. Like, through line you got here going, Chick-fil-A. It may not be, like, I'm out on the front lines. It's like, I'm still, like, passively supporting these, like, actions that harm others. That's an interesting topic for a different podcast, but I appreciate that, and I, that's just interesting, thank you for sharing that, because it's like, that's another perspective on an idea of something that you like, obviously, but then you're gonna, there's things in the way, and there's people, definitely people in the way, well, it seems they're in the way, of stopping you from doing what you really want to do. But how old are you? 17. All right, you got some time, well, you're a junior or senior? Senior. All right, what do you, do you want to go to school? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for sharing that. That's an interesting, um, just an interesting way. Now, does anyone have any words of wisdom they want to tell my listeners uh, before I stop this podcast? First of all, thank you for all listening, even though you're doodling over there. I let you doodle the entire time because I know what attention spans are like. I value them. I embrace them. And if you don't have one, I embrace that too. I think it's cool. It's cool, as long as, you know, you're not making some weird picture about me, but I don't think it's about me. Um, but it's okay. I'm not mad about it. Believe me, I, just, I do that still, and I'm an adult. So, I try to, like, pay attention. But does anyone have any words of wisdom? You want to have words of wisdom? Did you say? Yes. You want to have words? Come here. Come right here. 
it has to be on the thirty second step. Oh, it's going to be the last thing really I hear. It's going to be the last okay. thing I hear from a youth on this episode. Okay. You sure? Ready? That's it. Just get it. <laughs> okay. Um, Y'all are beautiful. Y'all are very important. And the world without you guys would be very colorless and dull. And so it's on you to go out there and make it beautiful as you are. So my experience at Models of Pride was fantastic. I met a lot of really cool youth, and I'd go back again. And I'm your host, Anthony Giorgio, and thank you for listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. And remember, listen, learn, love.